0: Welcome to the Black Side Business Podcast, the only podcast dedicated specifically to helping Black professionals start and grow a business while still working a full-time job. Tune in regularly for tools, tips, information, and motivation. Learn to overcome startup fear and eliminate confusion on where to begin and what to do. Increase your household income, make your own money your way on your own time, and benefit your family and community. Here is your host and nationally recognized speaker and writer on entrepreneurship-based economic development, Dell Gines.
1: What's up, it's Del from Blacksidebusiness.com. We are finishing up our series on getting your business funded. If you've not downloaded the ebook, make sure you do that. Today we're finishing it with a great interview with BC Clark. BC has done many things in her career, and most recently, she is a business mentor and lender at Nebraska Enterprise Fund. She's gonna talk to us about business readiness, what it means for a startup business, what it means for an existing business, and the difference between micro lenders and And bankers. So stay tuned. Get ready. This is a great interview to close off the funding section. Let's do it. All right. Hey, today I have with me the awesome B.C. Clark, (laughs) and I'm going to jump right into it and let her tell you about what she does now and what she's done. And then we'll get in a conversation on uh, loan readiness and what she sees from her position.
0: Thanks. Well, again, this is B.C. Clark. I'm with the Nebraska Enterprise Fund. I am a business mentor as well as a loan officer, so I see quite a bit of things. Shall I go right into what I do and who I see, or should I
1: talk about what I've done before? Let's talk about, because I think it's important for me to know what you've done before, because that's where I met you back in the day. Okay.
0: All right. Well, um, I started a business uh,
1: with two other individuals,
0: leading Leading Edge Consulting, and what we basically did at that point in time was... Um, we mentored businesses, so we consulted with small businesses. We um, looked at their businesses, found out what things they needed, helped them with their marketing, showed them low-cost ways to do it without spending a whole lot of money, and continued to mentor consult them along the way. I worked for Pallagra Foods for 28 years, 27-plus years, as an IT manager. And, of course, corporate America is a whole different mm. ball game. But uh, the goal was to, with the with the uh, leading edge, was to retire there. Um, however, you know, the economy kind of goes right. flip sides. and <laughs> about 2008, the economy was kind of in a toilet or in a tank, as they say. And so we continued on with the company, but I looked at other things. Along the way, I founded the Metro Omaha Women's mm-hmm. Business Center and started mentoring and having monthly events with women business owners. So been doing that. and It's been eight years. Um, I'm also a SCORE certified counselor. So I've been with SCORE since 2005. We're all nationally certified SCORE mentors. And um, so I get the opportunity to actually consult and mentor small businesses, people who are already in business. And just giving, you know, it's not that we tell them what to do, but we're there to, to kind of brainstorm with them and help them see what makes sense and have them actually take lead. When it does, but if they're in a position of starting up a business, then we want to make sure they have all the tools they need to get started with the good foundation, so they can build from there.
1: Yeah, because I, I believe I met you from your women's business uh, some yes. days. Yes, I think that's where we first connected, and I'm I'm excited about your new position, which is relatively new for you. Yes. which fits into our the topic that we've been working through through Black Side Business, which is the. Um, the finance side. So, what is it that you're doing now?
0: Well, actually, now, and I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> you know, I never thought I'd be this excited about working again. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, I am extremely because it allows me to actually work with startups and even with businesses with people that have a dream. Number one, if they come in with a dream and they have certain things in place, so I want to kind of identify what I would look at, what it would look like. So, if someone is a startup business and they really haven't done any footwork, well, the first place they should go is SCORE. Mm. Because they can get all the tools and all the tips, the education they need to get started on the right foot. And
1: just to help the audience understand, SCORE stands for... uh,
0: It's the Service Corps of Retired Executives. However, that's all changed. We are... uh, mentors to America's small business. And,
1: they, and, and this institution is in most major cities for sure, but yes. usually you can connect to them by phone if you're not in a major city, and they help you do pretty much free right. Yeah, everything consulting. is free
0: except, yes, all the consulting is free. The only thing you would pay for is there is a two-day workshop, and it's called the Entrepreneur Workshop, which gives you everything you need to
1: start a business. And I'll put the link to that in the podcast notes. That'd and so let's great. get to your lending hat now that okay. you're, that you're doing now. Um, and and let's talk about that because if you've all read the free ebook and if you've listened to some of the others I talk about what is known as micro lending which is non-bank lending that lends usually in smaller dollar amounts most often it's less than 50,000 and they do it for startups and people that may not have the best credit Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a good source for many you know people that are looking to start a side business and BC is now uh, one of those lenders and so Kind of what we, we we talked about prior to the call, just prior to the podcast in brief, is uh, really talking about it from two standpoints. One is is what it looks like when people come in that are loan ready and what it looks like when people come in that aren't loan ready and kind of the advice that they give and how to take that as an entrepreneur. So let's start there, BC. So okay. with with the, the loan readiness, so I'm a, I'm a former business banker, and as a business banker, we really wanted people to be on point when they came in because we didn't do consulting. We didn't really walk them through the process. We wanted to, them to be really loan ready when they walked in the door. Now, mm-hmm. from a micro-lending standpoint, you guys can do a little bit more with that person. But right. what is it What is it when they come in loan ready? What do they look like okay, as a correct. loan ready applicant? That's awesome. And so that people don't get confused,
0: loan ready for the bank and loan ready for Nebraska Enterprise Fund is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, we're looking for some of those things, but we don't um, kind of look, look straight at the credit report and all that, you know, to make, to make a decision. Um, the one thing I would say, when you come in and you're loan ready, you have cash flow, okay? Mm-hmm. But maybe you're trying to get, say, for instance, maybe your business is a home care business, and what you're trying to do is, and you have a lot of state clients and if the state isn't paying you mm-hmm. you're like at 30, 60, 90 and maybe something that was a hiccup, and you're waiting sixty instead of thirty for that, well, then maybe you're showing on, on capital, on mm-hmm. payroll, right? It could be working capital, it could be payroll. Well, what we look at, and what we will we'll try to do, is kind of we assess everything. So we look at the personal and the and the business side. We look at your personal balance sheet, personal budget. We also look at. <clears throat> Your performer, you know, the cash flow. Because cash flow, if you have that a lot of times, say for instance, your credit score is like 600, mm-hmm. right? Well, the bank will say, no, I don't want to mess with that right now but come back when maybe it's at 7. <laughs> right. Right. Well, we can look at that 600, our uh, credit score, but we look at the cash flow as well because that's really important. If you have cash flow and, and we see that it's coming in, then, you know, you can always work with that. Loan ready means that they've done their work. They come in. They have a records where they've been paying. They have taxes to show that they've been paying their taxes. And, that, mm-hmm. that they also, you know, all this is important. And um, so that works for us. We have all that. Then when we go to our committee. They're going to ask us those questions. So it's basically like we're fighting for them in that particular arena, whereas when you go to the bank, usually you're with that banker. and (laughs)
1: They're not really fighting for you. It's usually a yes or no.
0: we want to see, and we concentrate in two areas, and I want to talk about this because North and South, South Omaha businesses have traditionally been... Un- underfunded and underfinanced and, I should and, say. And
1: just to add context to when she says North and South Omaha because we have a lot of people around the nation this is our predominantly African American and predominantly Hispanic market and we Absolutely. tend to have lower incomes so mm-hmm. like in a lot of your communities who are listening very similar to some of our ethnic minority communities across the nation.
0: Right. right. And so we definitely look at that and and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through that but I want to share something with you that i heard like seven years ago that has changed now mm-hmm. for the better. Um, and basically it's happened right here in the Nebraska Enterprise Fund, and I'm really excited about that. But anyway, so they come in their they're loan ready. They have all the stuff that we need to get this loan um, uh, through. We present that loan to our committee, and of course the committee is the one who makes the decision. We never promise anything, but you know, a lot of times you can kinda of tell right when, when it's gonna happen, but we never say. We never you know, because we don't make that decision. But when they're long ready they've done their they have records. Mm-hmm. You know, you consistently paying their bills and all of a sudden you have a hiccup. They're long re- they're they're ready. They're, that's great for us.
1: Okay? Now that's to me long ready. So 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 when for for you all loan readiness is someone that that can come in basically to summarize. It's, it's an existing business that they can payments. go back and say, look, you can look at our records and see that we're making money, mm-hmm. we're making our payments. Yes, we may have had some problems with credit in the past, but, but. we can bridge that mm-hmm. you know, gap because we are making money and there's... Um, right. Opportunity for us to continue to grow if you give us a loan, right? And those those are so that's one. That's one loan ready. That's we one. We have a couple ready. of loan rates ready. Okay. So that's
0: a, that's a good one. And then say you have someone that comes in and maybe this is a startup, right? Okay, because we have startups that can come in and can be ready for the loan now. Um, and I want to preface this because I don't want people to think that they have to be in business already to make it happen. If they come into us, they have a their projections, they have, you know, I mean, what their estimations, it's a viable business, right? They have their business plan. We show that, you know, where this business is something that would, could make it, and they just need that loan to get going. That's, that's also, that's okay too. And, and sometimes you're, maybe a lot of people have spent money getting that startup ready. Right. So they may have maxed out credit cards. Okay. Mm -hmm which you can see that from the history on the report right? exactly so you know you, you don't think that oh my credit my credit score is 500 and you know 89 or whatever that doesn't mean you can't get a loan because wh- what we're looking at is how can can you pay the loan back right mm-hmm. because we make, make sure you need to do that We want to make sure that you have really this is a process and and we look through all of this it tells us that you're able to then handle what we're going to give you and that you're able to pay it back. So you can be a startup as well and be loan ready
1: for us. So okay? so let, let, let's let's work through that and unpack that a little bit. Um, so they can be a startup and be loan ready. Mm-hmm. But loan ready for a startup is, is different than loan ready for an existing business. So basically right. you all are going to want to see a quality business plan that kind of details what the business is, how it's doing it. That's right. Um, quality projections and projections, for those who you don't know that term, it's the financial statements, you know, that talk about your income, what is known as a balance sheet, what that looks like up front. And if you need help, you need to get somebody to help you do that because that's usually the hardest thing people have to do <laughs> with a startup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but you also do look at personal finances yes. and credit score. That's right. Now, the credit score can... Not, doesn't necessarily have to be bank ready, but it, you have to be able to tell the story as to right. why it is what it is. Right,
0: because some, um, you know, say like if you're a startup, and say, you know, because when you're young, 20s, 25s, say like you were, like you're, right now you're 33, mm-hmm. okay, and you're starting this business, but at 22, you, um, have these all these credit cards that they give you when you're in college right. and you don't realize how they can impact or hurt your credit mm-hmm. so you know you have them and all of a sudden you're over the limits and every time you know just 50 dollars over that limit it, it affects your credit score right and every time it goes around the loop then it's attacking it again so they may have a low score but that doesn't tell the whole story a lot of times they can tell you Mm-hmm. this is what happened. And, you know, and we, we want that story because if they can't tell that story, then we, we're like, okay, well.
1: And that's very different from, again, this is why micro-lenders and I talk about them so much is that's different from a bank. A bank has usually low non-negotiable credit score baselines. That, that, you know, usually it's, it's risen from my time as a banker. Now they're really looking at 700s. I remember when I was there, you know, 10 years ago, we could look at things in the 640, 650 range, that they really would consider substandard credit scores now. Mm -hmm. So the good thing, because they do, business bankers tend to do everything through automated systems now at that low level.
0: And it's called regimented. Right. And and there's policies behind what they do, too. So a lot of times they can't
1: can't go left or right. But the good thing about micro lenders is that usually you all have human Mm -hmm. eyes that are actually looking at it. So Mm -hmm. if there is a story behind some of the issues and you all can feel comfortable that, that story makes sense and mm-hmm. that they can repay, you guys, you all can do it. We can it.
0: communicate that right. story to those credit go. committee Because a lot of them may be bankers, ex-bankers and what have you, not that they all are, but they could be. And sometimes when they hear the story, right. that helps them to make the decision. You know, well, you know what, this that makes sense because that can happen to anyone. So we have to be um, really understanding of that client mm-hmm. to be able to tell that story. So they have to be, honest and upfront with us, tell us the story, so we can get it.
1: Now, from from your side, on, a, on, a, on a, seeing a startup, a, a, a loan readiness that is a startup, mm-hmm. do you all look for personal investment in the business yes. as a startup? A
0: lot of times we do, because, you know, I mean, number one, when you're starting a business, there's always going to be some investment that you've already put into it, mm-hmm. right? There's always going to be that personal investment, and some people have like 15,000 in equipment, Right. You know, sometimes they have you know, and sometimes the inventory already, right? Mm-hmm. Could be worth twenty five thousand. That's that's investment that from them. So that's their that's their personal investment into that business. So it's not so much that you have the cash on hand, but maybe you've already spent the cash and it's in your equipment, it's in your whatever you're doing or whatever. That all counts. So yeah, you know, it's like a bank they do look for now that do they say you have to have it? No. Not always.
1: But most of the time, you want to see some skin in the game. You want
0: to see skin in the game. And I think it's important for people to understand that if you don't have any skin in the game, why should someone want to put anything with you?
1: Right. Right. So
0: I'm thinking that when you're starting a business, and it's important, too, because people want to see that you really care about what you're doing. So that business plan is really important, Mm -hmm. whether you're going to a bank or a micro lender. You know, we've been in business since 1994. And, you know, when when they first started, you know, I think, you know, they did a a, a lot of things. But I think um, our current executive director, who started a few years ago, has really kind of revolutionized this company, this organization. And so it's just, it's set up so that, it's just working. I mean, more people are seeing, you know, getting loans and more people are being more successful in these loans. So we're not seeing a lot of people that are falling down on these loans either. Now we, we loan from, uh, from a micro perspective from one to 50,000. Um, but we also loan small business from 50 to Mm 150,000. And we also do gap lending. So a lot of banks will call us and say, Hey, I'm doing this. Can you take this? You know? And, and so we do gap. Funding as well.
1: Which, which means that if, let's say, that you go to a bank for 150000 and they say, well, your projections or your business only shows $100,000, right. they could potentially come to you all and get the additional 50000 mm-hmm. to support the The banks total usually money. will call
0: us and say, we right. have a client and we want to gotcha. do this, and we do that quite often.
1: You know, so, and, and
0: sometimes they refer them to us, you know.
1: So, so startup readiness then is, is really they got a, a, a quality business plan that really details how they're going to run the business, how mm-hmm. they're going to make money. It needs
0: to be a viable business too. Then. They can tell their
1: story if they've yes. had some credit issues that makes sense and shows that they've gotten past it. And also that they have some skin in the game usually, that they've shown some investment in, into the business in some form or fashion. And it's, that could be education. Educa- okay. It
0: can be, um, you know, say like that business is – uh, a tech company. Well, mm-hmm. they need to be starting, cert- you know, certifications. Right. And a lot of those costs, they're very expensive. So all that is skin in the game. So people need to understand it's not just cash. It's what you've invested in that business. Okay. okay.
1: So we it's so important. we kind of hit on loan readiness for existing businesses mm-hmm. and startups. What have you seen in non-ready borrowers? And, and I want to talk about it kind of like we talked about before the podcast. Not just from the standpoint of what they're coming into you with that makes them not ready, but also the conversations that you have with them to help them get ready and some of the ways that they take it, good, bad, and ugly. Let's let's, let's, let's do that.
0: Let's do that because I think it's important, too. You know, when you're coming into a lender and you want a loan, the one thing that I think it's really hard for people is to, to, you know, they feel like they're turned down, so all of a sudden they've been rejected. (laughs) And, um... I think that, and I don't want to put this a uh, sticker on anything, but you know, sometimes when you feel like you've already been rejected most of the times in your life, well, another rejection just doesn't help anything. So we, when we have to tell someone that maybe the loan wasn't approved, we don't just come out and say, oh, they can't do it. Right. You know, we don't do that because, you know, we care too much about that client and we want them to know that maybe it's no right now today, but it may not be no in three months. So we want to make sure. And then the thing that I always like to do and what we normally do is we talk about because the credit committee will say, well, you know, here's some things that they can do. And then, you know, having that experience uh, of working with different companies and working with different, um, you know, other organizations that where I, you know, with SCORE and SBA, I'm able to then even kind of come up with a plan. That would help them be ready in three to six months, mm-hmm. and so. But a lot of times, once you hear the no, you're not listening. So I try to tell them that part, that piece first. You know, here's some things that we can do that in three months or in six months we'll be ready for the committee. But a lot of times when they come in, they're they're thinking they have to have it right now, right. and so they don't want to delay the gratification. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They want to. It want. It has to happen now. So at that point, they don't hear you so a, a typical case for me would be you know someone I had that came in and they were looking for you know an X amount of dollars um, and although what doesn't you know we don't like have hard emphasis on the a low credit score but there were a, a kind of a list of things that um, showed you know just a lot of delinquencies and things like that well you know that's you know you can't say well Oh, that's all because of this, Mm -hmm. you know, but you're really not. None of them have been taken care of. So, so, I mean, that's a different picture. You know, Mm -hmm. if someone says, well, I have all these, but here's what I'm doing to take care of these as opposed to, well, yeah, that's because I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But we haven't contacted these people to say, I want to work to get this done. It's still in your credit report with nothing, you know, I mean, it's all negative. So that's hard. And then the other thing, there's no cash flow.
1: Okay? so And and let me me stop there because I've said this many times. Lenders lend first and foremost on cash flow because cash flow is what shows the ability to repay the loan. Banks and microfinances and, and companies and other lenders do not wanna be in the business of trying to take thing your collateral and trying to sell it. They don't want your house, they don't want your car. They all want they it. want is money back. That's right. They want to it off. So if you if, if you can't either project out positive cash flow or show cash flow in your existing business or how you're gonna get it mm-hmm. with a the loan, they don't want to deal with you. I just wanna put that in there. Okay, let's <laughs> keep going.
0: True. That's true. So you know, you 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 wanna and you wanna just say now, you know, this time we did. It didn't happen, you know. But here's some some really key things that will help you on the next round. So in the next three months, you know, take that opportunity to maybe really understand the personal side of your credit. Start working on that. Call all these creditors. Write them a letter. Let's get that done. Because even though we can say we don't look at that, it's there. And if there's no positives in it,
1: well, you we you look at it, but and but. I, what I hear you saying is that it doesn't make the decision it, it, it's not the final it's not the only decision factor right. whereas in banks if you have under a certain credit score it is they're not even going to even gonna look any further but that's you all right. can look at it and say let's figure out a way to tell the story or clean it up to get right. you ready right and that's what we do so we want to do that but we also
0: include partners in it so if someone comes in and there's no experience that's another thing if you're trying to you're starting a business you have n- no experience in it you've never been in it, right that's I mean, you can have some good cash flow, but that's kind of like a a thing of saying, this person don't know, what's, you know mm-hmm. what could or could not happen because he doesn't have the experience. Right. And so n- maybe that wouldn't pay, play a large part, but they're going to say, well, what does he plan to do? What if this? What if that? If he doesn't have experience, did he hire someone else mm-hmm. that has 20 years of experience? Is there other people in this right. business yep. that's going to be able to understand and help him? You see what I mean? So, if you come in and you don't have any experience and you're trying to run a soccer team, right? You've never played soccer, you don't understand the rules, and you don't know anything about it. It's going to be pretty hard to sell that to someone to give you.
1: Yeah, and I think this is a good point to reiterate some things that I've said before, which is the fact that I, I think when you all are going in to get a loan, whether it's from a bank or a microfinance institution or anybody else, you have to understand that that entity is run like a business too. And so them giving you a bad loan or a loan that they don't think is going to get repaid back is the same as you selling a product on credit where you don't think that person is ever going to pay you. Exactly. And most of the time, what I, what I find in my experience of lending, whether it was as a micro lender or as a business lender, is people don't look at the banks or the entity. Uh, nonprofit organizations is people that are trying to run a business, a business too that's right and so they just that's think right. it's hey we just we just they got give money out money and we need it exactly. but what people don't understand is the number one reason banks fail and also micro lending organizations is because they make bad loans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so if they make you a bad loan they run a high risk of, of having to shut their doors exactly. so they're a business too so you gotta approach them like that, mm-hmm. and you got to approach them like you would approach people that would be asking you for credit to exactly. buy your product or service. That's,
0: that's such good advice because I think that when they come in, it's one sided. You have the money, mm-hmm. and I need the loan, <laughs> and I have customers. Not that they are a customer of ours, right. come to, but, but each person that comes in is one of our clients. Mm-hmm. They're our customer, right? And so we're trying to make sure that we have money for whoever comes in. Right. And so, yes, it's really important. Um, That is a great, that's something great to to really look at. So, I think the thing that people want to do is listen. Even if they get a no for right now, take the key points that someone gives them and try to really work on those because they'll be, they'll, they'll really be so much farther when they get ready to go back around again. And I'll tell you, I have a client that, that this happened. They came in and this person had tremendous cash flow. Okay, mm-hmm. tremendous cash flow. Um, score wasn't bad, but, you know, it was looked at the credit report because know what's on it. I'm going to tell people that. Yeah. Know what's on your credit report. Know how to read it. Understand it. Look at the things on it. He had one credit card. It was $50 over the limit. <laughs> that was pulling his score down. Everything else was 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 really great. Okay. Told him about it. He had no idea. Told him about it. He took care of it. Score went up. Score, that was all he had. Score went up. And I mean, really, now if he wanted to, he can go to the bank. Right. So these are things that are key. So if someone is giving you great information, don't don't just put a wall up and say no, I don't want it because they told me no. Don't no, no. Listen, because there's you some things that you can learn
1: that can really make you better. And, and, and the reason that it's important to listen. Whether it's your banker, whether it's a microfinance lender, or other people that you're trying to get money from, is because nine times out of ten, you all have seen hundreds yes. of people come through before. So you're you're able to talk to them from a, a, a place of you have been there before. Right. It's not like you're just making stuff up out of thin right. air. Right. That's right. I'm going to ask you one more question, that's and then I'm right. going to we're going to close on you leaving your top tips for getting ready for okay. long. So the question that I want you to ask, because I've heard this a lot, and I wanted to know if you have too. Okay. People with bad credit thinking they can get business credit and their personal credit no longer plays a role in the loan process. That's so not true. Talk about that.
0: <laughs> well, and, I, I, and you're absolutely right because people think it's two separate things and they think that whatever they've done in their personal doesn't affect their business. But I have to tell you, it's one person. It's one. <laughs> in fact, we request your personal balance sheet and mm-hmm. your personal budget along with the performance for the business and your projections. Because really in small they,
1: businesses they're so merged. They
0: are. They are. And so, you know, that's not true. It is, we look at, we look at it all and it does matter.
1: I mean, because I've, I've been seeing advertising that says that shows business credit and then personal credit. And well, average. they do that. That's they have a terrible personal credit score but their business. And I'm like, when did this happen? Because every loan that I ever had to process Even upwards over a million dollars when I worked as a business banker, we looked at the credit report of every borrower that owned more than 20% of the company, That's right. period. And if if any of those borrowers had under our credit threshold, it caused problems with the loan. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's the same way. That doesn't change. And so it's really, a lot of people have been, I want to call it short-sighted in believing that... It doesn't affect, but I've had people come come in and they'll say, "Well, that don't have nothing to do with my business." And I'm, yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, if you're yeah. the owner of the business, they it has say, something to do with your business.
0: If you're not taking care of your house,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: how are you going to take care of this business? Right. So it does. Uh, that's not true. So I'm going to say, let, let's let's agree that's false. So it and, does and, matter, and just
1: by virtue of this conversation, I think I'm going to do whether I do it or I just pull from some sources, do more on you know your credit score, understanding your credit score, how it's calculated and how to repair it. Because for, for us small business owners, and particularly the audience that I'm targeting, people who are predominantly African-American who are, are working full-time and trying to start a business. Yes. Also, that's important, you know.
0: Can I say one thing yes? there? Because there's a lot of individuals who say, well, I'm, a, I'm working now, but I'm going to start a business. I'm going to quit my job. And I always say, no, if we can work Okay, continue to work while you're developing this business. Let's do that because you never know what the economy is going to do. You never know anything. Have something for sure instead of jumping out in the water without a paddle. Right. So (laughs) I just want to make that, you know, keep your job. If you can, you know, keep your job and, and, and try to work it so you can do both. Okay, because that's really important. But now... Don't go in and say I'm gonna get a loan. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop working where you don't have any income coming in, and you're starting a business. That we
1: <laughs> yeah we
0: have issues. So I mean, you know, those are things that I wanted to think about because that's those are really key things that are important.
1: So let's let's close on this. Say leave leave the audience with like just some of the the the, the best advice you can give them when getting ready to ask. For a you
0: loan. Know. Okay. And so if they're coming in, to, and to again, it all depends on the type of business it is. Is it a seasonal business? Is it a whatever? Okay. So all those things matter. And I want them to make sure that they understand the business, have experience in the business, and are able to lay out their history of what they're doing, how they're doing, how they've paid their bills, and things like that. We always ask for two years of taxes. So whatever year it is, we want the last two. And But before you go in, get a copy of your credit report. Look at and see if there's anything in a delinquency area, if there's anything that's negative that you know you need to clean up. And even if you're going to a micro lender, even though you may be only asking for $5,000, you want to know those things. Mm -hmm. So if they ask you a question, you have an answer. Because the worst thing is that you go in and they ask you a question and you can't explain it. Because then they know that you're not really looking at. And 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 then it also
1: delays the process. It does.
0: It does because then they want more things. We'll go to a committee sometimes and they'll say, okay, well, what about this? And, you know, even though we try to thoroughly go through things, we have to go back and say, okay, you know, I need this, I need that. Because we don't always know there's somebody that's looking and listening, but they want to make sure they have all the ducks in a row before they give out money. And that's going to be anybody, whether it's a, a micro lender or not. Um, one thing that you probably don't know is that a lot of micro-lenders, if it's less than a certain amount, a lot of times they don't require collateral. And mm. most of the ones that we do, we do look for collateral. We don't always, you know, need it. It just depends on the amount of the loan and, you know, what they're looking for. So let's, let's think. So tip number one, get pull your credit report okay. and be able to understand it, okay? Number two, look at your finances what investment, right? Know what you're, you've invested in the startup if you, you're starting up. Have all that done. Do a, do a personal balance sheet. Do a personal budget so that we have that already because they're going to ask you for that no matter what. And then do a performer. You can do a cash flow performer. You can put in 12 months of projections. Come with that because what's going to happen, they're going to send you those forms anyway, and this way you have it.
1: And there are a lot of, pe- there are a lot of organizations that can help you put those things together. right. You know, so because I don't want people to get discouraged because they're not used to the terminology, they're not used to the processes, and so sometimes they look at that as an insurmountable obstacle. But it's really not. There's so many organizations now that can help you do these things. But, but what I would suggest is that for those things that she suggested, you at least know what they are. Right. So you know the definition. So you know the definition of a personal balance sheet. You know the definition of projection income statement, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that when you're asking, um, some agencies that do this kind of help score other sources that you at least go in with an understanding of knowing what you need, even if you don't know how to do it, take your business seriously is what I'm saying. Yes.
0: Yes. And then, and the other thing too, there's a lot of times they'll take it to a organization to do their projections and the organization doesn't get the actuals from them. Mm -hmm. They kind of go with, You know, it could be. Right. And when they come into the lender, it doesn't match what they know. So you have to understand those numbers. And so when you go to that person, you say, well, this is what I expect to do. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm seeing I could do. And give them actual numbers because they'll only give you what you give them. Right. So what I'm saying that is because a lot of times they come with projections in their pro forma and it's just way convoluted. and Nothing matches. And we usually have to do them over. Yep. Okay, so that's, that's one of the things I want to say. But know this, there are a lot of organizations that want to help you. And so if you think that you want to start a business, go to SCORE. Free, free, free uh, mentoring from, from phase one to phase five. Okay, You never have to pay for the mentoring, and no matter what, what it is, whether it's marketing, whether it's um, um, import, export, whatever it is, you never pay for that. There is one thing that a lot of banks have requested is that, have you gone to SCORE's two-day pre-business workshop? It's called the Entrepreneur Workshop. It's amazing because you get to meet your business loan and, you know what I mean, business lawyer, the insurance. Everything you need mm-hmm. is at that two-day workshop. So that's another thing, to Get ready. So, you know what I mean? Don't go in with your imagination outside of your head. Go in with actual information so when you sit down with that lender, you have you can give them facts, okay? Right. Because that is what will get you the loan based on
1: your history. All right. Well, I think this is a great interview. Uh, there were so many more questions that, you know, we could have covered, but to keep it within our time limit, and we may circle back around as other questions come in from the audience and maybe do it again. It was, it was so good. She got a high level of knowledge and history in the space. So I want to thank BC, yes. uh, you know, That's for really the excellent good. work that she does. And a lot of the things that she talked about, I will put in as links um, on the website underneath the podcast, like links to score, mm-hmm. links to different um, the definitions and balance sheet things like that. So that and if
0: they have questions. They you can got also it. So, ask Nebraska Enterprise Fund, and, and I'll make
1: sure that we put the con- connection information in there too, as well for BC. If you do have follow up questions, so yeah. so we finished up our getting funded section for this period of time. We're going to roll into some tools, techniques, and different types of business that you can start going forward. But again, if you have not signed up for the weekly newsletter, go do it at the uh, website www.blacksidebusiness.com. com. Download the ebook on a, a beginner's guide to funding sources for your small business share with your friends. I know a lot of you out there are looking to start a business or have started a business and, and want to build it up. So let's do this. This is Dell, Black Side Business. I'm out.